The following is a sermon podcast from White Ridge Baptist Church. Amen. Thank you so much, all three of you, and uh, what a blessing it's been to meet you and to hear your music and your testimony. And uh, I want to just thank Mark again for uh, putting us on the agenda and, and sharing with us uh, several months ago, I guess, when we heard about this opportunity. And uh, it is... Uh, a great thing for Pat and I to be on this, this end of the uh, hearing about compassion. Uh, when we were in Cochabamba, Bolivia, and teaching at the seminary, several of our students were pastors in churches around Cochabamba that, that had compassion projects in their churches. And I can testify, I, was, uh, I taught preaching courses in Cochabamba at the seminary. And so I would regularly go out to listen to the students be preaching in the evenings, especially on Sundays. And it was very apparent, the churches that had compassion projects, because not only did the, uh, the children get ministered to through the week and so on, but also on the weekends that church's ministry to children was amplified because the compassion project... Uh, improved the facilities and the, the whole infrastructure. Often buildings were finished and so on because oftentimes they weren't and so on. And so it, it's a, a great thing to, to be able to say, like Yuri, who's gone to Ecuador, to say, indeed, this is a, a ministry that is impacting families and churches and pastors. So may the Lord guide us as we think about our part today, maybe in sponsoring a child. Well, good inductive Bible study tells us that we should ask questions of the text. And so I'm going to ask a question of the text this morning that I'll read briefly to you in Matthew chapter 1. And the question that I'm going to ask is, why is it that God chose to wait until Joseph had toiled and agonized over what to do with Mary before he sent an angel to Joseph to tell him, guess what? This is all my plan. Uh, what has happened to her has been done by the Holy Spirit. Here's what it says in Matthew chapter 1. It says in verse 18 that this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus." because he will save his people from their sins. Now, I know that Jesus Christ is preeminent in all of Scripture and that Jesus Christ is preeminent in this text. As the famous theologian once said, there is no place on earth or heaven where Jesus cannot go and say, Mine. That's, that's who he is. He's Lord. But it is in the text this dilemma that Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus, had to face. And I ask the question, why is it that God in his providence did not go to Joseph earlier as he had sent the angel to Mary? I believe that God had sovereignly appointed 
both Mary to fulfill the role that she had in the birth narrative, as well as Joseph. But for some reason, Mary finds out earlier and knows what is going on before she is pregnant, and Joseph is left to find out. It says in the scripture that she is found to be with child. I don't know how that got found out. I wonder how Joseph heard the first news. Was it an awkward encounter that Joseph had with Mary? Was it a confession that Mary came to Joseph with saying, I got to tell you something. And I can imagine that, that even as she shared that, perhaps, that news with Joseph of this miraculous event that was about to take place, Joseph could look into her eyes and see no shame. She was not looking down at her feet. I can imagine that she was absolutely as she always was. For Joseph, I'm sure, trusted in Mary and, and, and would have seen her as the last person on earth to have been unfaithful. And so how did it take place? We don't know, but we do know, and I circled the word in verse 20, it says, after he considered what he would do with Mary, that in a dream the angel appeared to him. Can you imagine the restless night or nights that he had. It says in the scripture that he was a righteous man, but it also shows that he was a compassionate man, for he had decided, after considering all that he was faced with, he decided that he had to divorce, cut off the engagement in the language of that, and also do it so quietly that she would not be disgraced. I think that when God was looking for two young people that would be in this story, he was looking for people that had the qualifications of being, acting justly, loving mercy, and walking humbly with God. We don't know a lot about Joseph, but we see in this text that that's the kind of man he was. And so as he made the decision, as he toiled and agonized over what to do, and as he approached, he was going to approach Mary with the decision, an angel of the Lord met him in a dream and said, this is what I'm doing, God says. I wonder how many of you are faced with going into a hard place, agonizing over a decision. Maybe even at this season of the year, you know some of the things that you are faced with, and they're not pleasant. The fear of man can be in every one of our hearts. We do not like confrontation. But I believe that one of the marks of God's people is that they're willing to go to hard places. And are we willing to go armed with the justice that becomes God's people? as well as the mercy that God calls us to adorn. And then are we willing to trust God with all the light that we have that he's given us for that hard place, for that decision, for processing that thing? Trust God to show up. I want to ask you to do that this Christmas as you think about things that God has brought into your life in his providence. Don't shy away from the hard places. Trust him to meet you there. I think about Joseph having heard the news. Even then, he still had the hard decision. Am I going to stay with this plan? We're going to face a lot of mocking. We're going to face a lot of shame. There's a lot of people not going to understand why this baby is on its way. 
And then I think about, and especially with Compassion Canada here, I think about the fact that Joseph also chose to enter a life of a child that was not his when he decided to go ahead with marrying Mary. And, in, and really, that's what I think this sponsorship program is all about, is it's making a decision that you're going to enter a life, a child's life that is not your, your child, but God in his grace is going to lead you to do so. Let me pray for us as we conclude, and let us remember as we do so the incredible focus of all the scripture narratives found around Christmas end with the focus on Jesus Christ, God's Son. And think about the hard place that he entered. Think about the hard place that he came down into our place and in our world, and he faced Calvary for us, as well as the birth. And in so gazing upon him, may we have grace to go to our hard places. Father, would you be glorified in the thoughts of our minds right now? And Lord, as maybe many situations rise up within our minds about hard places, hard relationships, difficult situations, would you, would you give us, by your Holy Spirit's power, that filling with justice and mercy and walking humbly with you? And all the light that you give us, we will, we will depend on, and we want to respond like Joseph and Mary in obedience. Would you lead us, O oh God, and would you help us to honor you in so doing? And Lord, as we do so, we will count on Jesus Christ, our incredible Savior, wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We will count on you to be with us. So guide us, Father, and bless each child on that table. And uh, Lord, show us if some of us are meant to be sponsoring them this day in Christ's name. Amen. We, we, we've had a wonderful service. Nice, nice Christmas carols, right? A good challenge. Uh, a thoughtful message. Now we can say a closing prayer and go home and forget the whole thing. But this week, I got the news from my doctor that I'm free of cancer. Praise the Lord. And what I want to say is that this is not just a nice service. God wants to be present in all of our lives all through this week. Shall we lift our arms to heaven? O oh, you who are the eternal God, whether you ask us go, to go through hard places or whether you ask us to sponsor children or whether you ask us to do the nice thing but do it well, help us, O oh God, to respond with a sense of hallelujah and help us, O oh God, Never to take you for granted. For Jesus' sake, amen.